it's Charlie here. Welcome to episode 64 of the Your Time to Grow podcast, my last in the current series on returning to work after having kids. We've talked about making sure you're ready before and after parental leave, and also thinking about your career after kids. Today, I want to focus on the skills that you need to return to work after having your children. When I speak to mums in my tribe about going back to work, the number one thing they say to me is, I don't have the right skills anymore. Now, they might not say it in exactly those words, but that is the underlying message. And I believe that ultimately it's a lack of confidence we suffer from when we return to work after a break. But to tackle that, we need to face those fears head on. And that for me means looking for facts and data to back up our beliefs. Maybe you have had a short break, up to a year, on maternity leave or parental leave. Perhaps you've taken a longer career to bring up the kids until they're more self-sufficient. In terms of the skills you need to return to work, it makes no odds how long you've been out of the office, so to speak. When it comes to your professional skills, i.e. those skills either specific or transferable that you used to do in a previous role, remember one thing. If you could do it before, you can do it now. Yeah, you might need a bit of training, but just like riding a bike, it wouldn't take you long for all that information to come flooding back. Then, of course, you need to take into account all the new skills you've gained as a parent, which will help you work even more effectively. Yep, you heard me. You have new skills now, such as an increased awareness of public services, greater patience and compassion, and even a better understanding of the younger generation. And I hope that already you're beginning to see a glimmer of hope, a spark of self-confidence. But if not, trust me and bear with me as I take you through the skills you need to return to the workplace. I've only listed five here, but there are many more. These would be the ones I'd focus on and are those an employer will be commonly looking for. First up, networking. As much as 70% of jobs are got through networking. And when I say networking, what I really mean is chatting. Yep, really. We often think of networking as uncomfortable, where you awkwardly sip wine or try and balance canapes and exchange business cards, if you even have them. The reality is, though, that when you're a mum, there are ample opportunities for networking. Talking at the school gates before pick-up, going to babies and children's groups, although admittedly not this past year. Going for coffee with your NCT group if you have one. Getting involved in some volunteering joining a gym, running group, Zumba class. So often we think of ourselves as Rachel's mum rather than remembering who we are without that hat on. I found that when I was on maternity leave with my first, I didn't ask anything about questions other than motherhood for the first eight months. It wasn't till we all started to go back to work that I looked around and asked what the other mums did. Boy, was I in for a surprise. I was astounded at the breadth and depth of the skills, sectors and experience my mummy tribe had. It has come in so useful to know people in design, marketing, teaching, social media, healthcare, to name but a few. Better yet, we have a strong bond built over sleepless nights and strong coffee. This skill that you have honed over time that you have been raising your children will serve you well, whether it's to find a new job, move into a different sector or build on your experience. Consider who you know and how they can help you. 
time management. As I sit and record this, my smallest is napping. I have five minutes before a client to call and 49 before I need to leave for the school pickup. Never in my life have I been so organised and focused. I am able to achieve more in 10 minutes than I ever could pre-children. And when I returned to work initially after my eldest, I worked part-time just as I do now. I quickly learnt to apply my newly honed skill of being able to get things done in the time you have available to smash out my objectives. I worked hard, talked fast and left on time. Time management is something every employer is looking for and you, yes you, have it in spades. Give examples of what you've achieved during your career break, making it relevant to the role. You might have been involved in local PTA or some volunteering. You might have done some part-time projects or even some full-time ones. Think about what you've done and shout about it. This is not the time to hide your light. And if you're listening to this in 2021 post 2020 pandemic, I feel like you've achieved even more in that time, even though it probably doesn't feel like it. Yes, you may not have been able to go out to baby groups or to, you know, meet up with people, but there will have been things that you've done whilst your baby naps or maybe even whilst they've been awake. Things, you know, if you've had older kids, things like lockdown learning, they all require so much time management. Believe me, I know, (laughs) I feel it with you. So if that's you and you feel like you perhaps have put all your own stuff on the back burner, but you've focused on getting your kids through the last year in pandemic, then that is something to be really proud of. So make sure that you use examples of that in interviews or on applications if you feel it's pertinent to the role. Number three, negotiation. If you are a seasoned parent, you will have tried negotiating with a four-year-old. If you're not, don't bother. They will outsmart you, counter-argue until you're a quivering mess on the floor. I have had to up my negotiation skills tenfold since my eldest turned four and her little sisters are learning even faster. My eldest is now eight and one of her sisters is five. This has led to some really interesting conversations where I've had to hand it to her and others where I've won the battle, but perhaps not always the war. Whether you're negotiating your hours, your salary, or whether negotiation is part of your role, you will have gained, improved this skill since having kids. If your kids aren't at that stage yet, then it's all to look forward to. And honestly, I'm amazed and downright impressed by my kids. I think the trick to negotiation is knowing what you want before you start and sticking to your guns until a counter offer is better. Well, that's what I've learned from them anyway. Win or lose, you can learn from it, improve your arguments and also practice your empathy, courage and ability to stand your ground. Negotiation doesn't have to be aggressive. It can be fun and creative too. Number four, project planning. When I think of planning projects now compared to how I planned pre-kids, I'm much more proficient at it. A lot of this comes down to time management, as I've already said. But I'm also more creative. Let's take kids' birthday parties. One year, I planned a pirate and fairies theme to be held outdoors. I had to focus on what I could control, delegate to others and cope with last-minute changes. Mummy, can we have a fairy ship? Um, Not a pirate ship, as a cake. Right. 
and I had to do it all with fingers crossed that the weather would be hold that would hold. Spoiler alert, it did. But I had a contingency plan just in case. And I don't think I've ever applied such creativity to a project before. But now, well, now I know I can. So whether it's creating an online course or speaking with a client, I know I can rely on my intuition, my creativity and ability to get things done to make it a success. Think about a time you've had to plan for something. For the kids, a family member or friend. Maybe something you did for the school or brownies. Maybe it was changing things last minute during the pandemic and doing it all on Zoom. Consider all the things you did and the outcomes. Resilience. Now I've had to Google whether resilience was or is a skill, but ultimately I think it is. I think it's the most important skill we need as workers, as parents and as human beings. Life doesn't always go to our plan. And when you return to work, you might experience the following being turned down for a job, having to move into a new role or team on return after maternity leave, the guilt leaving your kids, feeling you have to return because of finances, a lack of confidence in yourself and or imposter syndrome. When I returned to work after my first child, I didn't think about the skills I would need. I figured I was going back to the same company, same team, same job. I was right. I didn't need to worry about that. What I hadn't figured on was the feelings of guilt when I left my daughter screaming at nursery or when I had to leave a meeting early to get back to her. I hadn't reckoned on being told I would never get a level four in an appraisal as I was only part-time. But I love this quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. A, water, a woman, sorry, I'm backing up the quote already. A woman is like a tea bag. You can never know how strong she is until you put her in hot water. And I know that this sounds a bit negative, but looking back, all those experiences serve me well. They've proved to me that I can get through the tough times and come out stronger before. Becoming a parent requires you to prepare well in gaining resilience, in my opinion. There is no rule book. You often feel you could be doing it better or differently, that you're making mistakes. But you're learning. This is all new. And when you have another child, you realise that you know more now than you did before. Which leads me on to my final skill, as it were. Being kind to yourself. So hopefully now you see that you're the same person you were before you had your kids. But there may be some differences when you come back from your parental leave. It might test your skills of resilience as you find your feet. Caring for kids on top of a job is hard at the best of times. It might also take a little time to get back up to speed. Regardless of how you're feeling, always make sure to put time aside for yourself every day. It might be your commute or a tea after the kids have gone to bed. It might just be ensuring you're getting to bed a bit earlier or splitting daily chores with your partner if you have one. Remember, you're a parent now. If you can handle an 18-month-old in a strop, you can handle anything. And so finally, my parting thoughts. Aim high and give yourself the opportunity. In terms of looking at facts to back up our beliefs, there is no data to say you don't have the skills you need to return to work. In fact, in my personal and my professional opinion, the opposite is true. Others have done it before you and others will after you, so why not you? If what you're focusing on fits with your talents, strengths and preferences, you have a brilliant starting point. And if you need support, please get in touch.
Thanks so much for listening today. Remember to leave any comments or questions and I will pop back and answer them. You can also join my LinkedIn group for live videos, webinars and wisdom from the rest of the tribe. And if you need help in returning to work, planning your maternity leave or anything else related, the emotional side, all of that, then please get in touch over at yourtimetogrow.com and let me shine a light to help you find your way. Join me back here next Tuesday for the next episode.